Parama Purusha, that supreme infinite being, is the essence of your own self. Your Atman, your soul. is composed of the same conscious awareness as the Paramatma, as the Supreme Entity, the cosmic witness of all that is. This entire manifest universe exists within the mind of that cosmic being, that infinite witness, conscious, aware being, that is the witness of your existence, is also the witness of the entire cosmos. That which you know as I does not exist without the conscious awareness. That simple awareness, that is you. Even your I feeling is dependent upon that awareness. It cannot exist without awareness. If there is not an intelligent consciousness, how would you know that you exist? It is because the you that is deep within, deeper than your I feeling, is your aware consciousness, your aware intelligence that knows I exist. That is the Atman. It is not far away, it is not hidden, it is not unfathomable. It is the very knowing. Can you find the knower within you? That intelligent awareness that hears every word being said, sees, listens, experiences, even the emotions that are subtle, the mental movements, and even the feeling of self is witnessed by you by that conscious intelligence, aware. Witnessing all that is in the highs and lows of life, in the pain, in the struggle, in the joy. But does it change? Do you really change the 
physical you, the physical body changes. The mind changes. If there was a serious accident or you became very aged and lost your certain faculties of the mind, they would be absent. But still, whatever was occurring, there is one who is witnessing, who is watching, who is knowing what is occurring. That is you. Not the I, which identifies with the body, the mind, and various experiences, but the one who identifies, the knower, the witness, the Atman, the soul. This Atman is not so difficult to access because it is always there. If you were not this witnessing consciousness, if this witnessing awareness were not the essential essence of your being, nothing else would be. Without awareness of it, it ceases to exist. Sensory experience comes and goes. Whether you can see or you are blind, you still are aware of the experience. Awareness does not change. Conscious being, this witness, does not change. All that is witnessed changes, changes, and changes again. But the witness never changes, remains ever calm, ever the same, unchanging. That is the substantive base of your existence. That is who you are. So you say, there is death, but what dies? The body, the senses, the mental function changes. And that change is witnessed. That witness, awareness, cannot die. This all-knowing witness ever is. And when this form you have is shed, that too will be witnessed. And after it is gone, that too will be witnessed.
The witness does not cease to exist. The witness is eternal. This aware consciousness, aware intelligence, that is you, your Atman. It is no different than the witness of all of the experiences of manifestation. Purusha, though witnessing, remains unchanged. Intelligent, aware consciousness does not shift with the sands of time. It is timeless, formless. It takes the shape of whatever is being witnessed, whatever arises in the flow of creation. It takes those shapes, but yet it never changes. It remains ever still. That self inside of you, that intelligent, conscious witness, aware, self-aware, beingness. is unmoved, unchanging, eternal. There is no difference between the witness of your existence, your Atman, and the Paramatma, the witness of all existence. So where is the separation between I and thou? That infinite love of the Sadguru, that infinite compassion, that unconditional love which is the pole star, the cosmic nucleus which draws all beings towards the whole, which attracts all of creation. That cosmic nucleus is no different than the witnessing self of your being, than your Atman. Its composition in human terms is pure love, pure being. All creation is drawn towards that nucleus, 
all beings, all that has spun out in the dream of the great dreamer, is spun back to that all-consuming nucleus. Is returned to its infinite abode. The simplicity of love, the infinity of being, the discipline of meditation. when first undertaken by most people is because there is a desire to acquire something, a desire to acquire um, psychic abilities, a desire to acquire uh, improved mental capacity, a desire to acquire peace and calm of the mind or for health benefits of the body or even to desire to acquire enlightenment. Can you acquire enlightenment? This desire of the ego to accumulate and accumulate and acquire in order to protect and defend and to feel safe is a natural function of a sense of separateness that comes when consciousness, when this witnessing awareness is identified with separateness, with individuality, with something apart from the whole. That is an unnatural experience, an unreal experience. It does not reflect the reality, but it is the dream. And when the dream captures aware consciousness, within the hold of this sense of separateness. In the pain of that separateness, the desires come to acquire, to acquire. And meditation seems like a very good way to acquire many needed things, isn't it? And even if you are part of a group, you acquire a social community so that you do not feel quite so alone. You acquire the benefits of meditation and of friendships. And so meditation helps you to feel better, to feel safer. But is this meditation actually helping you? 
to realize the infinite. To do that, the very fundamental intention of acquisition must be questioned. When you honestly ask, are you doing sadhana to acquire something? Or are you doing sadhana to offer something? When identity with the I begins to break down a bit in the process of sadhana, the desire to acquire for self slowly, slowly begins to be replaced with the desire to love, to give, When vision of that infinite one begins to dawn a little in the mind by grace of that cosmic one, the self-centered acquisitions to acquire and to benefit give way just a little at first, but they begin to crumble. They begin to give way to love. Love that wants to give something. Love that wants to let go and surrender. Love that sees this infinite aware beingness in all its grandeur, in all the compassion and love of the Sadguru, in the infinite personal and cosmic forms, and is so enamored that the feeling comes, Oh Lord, I don't want anything. I just want to give myself to you. Not to acquire you. Not to benefit. No secret motives in the mind. But simply love that in the sight of such great love, the mind and desires become stunned. And an openness arises within your being. 
and openness to the infinite, a willingness to let go, let go of self-protection, let go of acquisition, let go of all these subtle fears which motivate your meditation and your seeking of the Supreme. Let go of the bonds of fear, of feeling less, of feeling needy, letting go, and the force that allows you to let go is the love and grace of the infinite, a shower of unconditional love for you, which heals the wounds of the heart and the mind and allows you to feel so touched, indebted, loved, that there is a desire just to let go, just to surrender. In that love there is no past, no future, no present. There simply is being. This is the true sadhana. This is where the ego living in fear and separation begins to unwind and love divine replaces fear. The humility to know that in all your striving and searching there is nothing only in that love which you let go into do you become one with the infinite does the fear and separation dissolve. You cannot acquire this. It is not another acquisition of the ego. It is when the fear and ego self let go. Thy will not mine, thy love.
as a sadhaka passes through the stages of meditative experience, they move from the ego acquisition to the deeper love. And as there is movement into this deepest love, the fears and needs are let go. The infinite abides. And with that, even the life in the world is transformed. For that which has seemed mundane is but the play of infinite being. Where is there that thou art not, O Lord of my heart, beloved of my soul? Eyes open or eyes closed, there is only the beloved. So it is so it is This is the path of sadhana All right Namaskar